Hunter Biden's plea deal blows up, exposing a corrupt Department of Justice for even its most loyal supporters, and the mother of all congressional hearings, the unidentified anomalous phenomena, implications on national security. This is all ushering in a new era in UFOs. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer joins me for the top stories. And then the Justice Department is suing to force Texas to remove the floating barriers in the Rio Grande. Governor Abbott says, I've asserted Texas's sovereign interest in protecting her borders. Center for Immigration Studies, Mark Gregorian, is here on the immigration crisis, including the congressional hearing on Mayorkas with renewed calls for impeachment. And Israel is facing an internal crisis with riots targeting Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government. Intel analyst Ilana Friedman and just back from Israel, IQ Al Razuli talk about the need for judicial reform and the historical importance of this moment in Israel. It's all next on Viewpoint This Sunday. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the Weekend News Magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Well, I'm dubbing this one. Uh, if you've been watching any of the congressional hearings this week, and there were a lot of them. They were fascinating. Some of them must-watch uh, TV, they say, huh? Uh, the uh, battle lines, really, that you see in Congress, to me, define our national struggle in many, many ways. Uh, when you see our representatives, uh, well, many times lie through their teeth uh, and uh, to... Um, spotlight their ideology, it just kind of tells you uh, the trouble we're in uh, as a nation, that division I'm talking about, that national struggle we're experiencing in our nation. Uh, these hearings were very, very fascinating. Now, I don't think it, probably couldn't watch every minute of it because there were so many playing out here. But uh, that's going to be kind of an uh, overtone of today's broadcast, friends. And uh, let's start off with uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Tony Schaefer is here. Uh, Tony is the president of the London Center for Policy Research. He is a CIA-trained intelligence operations officer. And, you know, the thing about Tony is he has a great political mind. Uh, read between the the, the, uh, the weeds a little bit here. And, um, Tony, we'll start right here with the, sure. uh, the something that we've never seen before. I mean, <clears throat> this division we're talking about in our country uh, I think about all people understand how corrupt the Department of Justice is in all respects. I mean, the left, the right, everybody knows it. That's It's out in the light of day. It was really spotlighted with this particular deal, the Hunter Biden plea deal that happened with Judge Mary Ellen Noreka and um, what took place there. It just happened in the light of day. It blew up in front of them. Nobody would have suspected this. But it really left a big scar in my world on the Department of Justice. Uh, what happened there? I mean, these people have been yeah. on the road to a no-tier justice system for a while. Think about what happened. Basically, they uh, first off, the, the Biden team tried to take uh, 
documents which had been on the the U.S. Con- Congress website since June, pretended to be the attorney for Congress, one of their attorneys, and said, "Oh, we need that taken out of the uh, the file." They did that. They they lied. They lied to the judge and clerk and everything. And and that's how desperate they are mm. to try to stop this. And then on top of that, then you roll into the hearing itself and the judge is saying, I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> well, the reason she never saw anything before, because she's never had it probably come before her where the, uh, the prosecution and the defense were on the same side, trying <laughs> to basically protect uh, a guy named Joe Biden. So that's what this is all about. Ultimately, is you have essentially, uh, I think it was, was it the, uh, the Babylon B actually pointed out that uh, both defense and the, and the prosecution work for the same guy. Uh, uh, and that's uh, Joe Biden. So there is no division. There is no justice. It's, it's a system of, of um, uh, obtusely arrayed mirrors, which allow for everybody to kind of look past the reality. That's what they're trying to do here. Right. And uh, in the end, the judge, God bless her, said, this is not normal. Let's mm-hmm. take a step back. Well, and yeah, they I'm could call it their pants down, Tony. Both yeah, of well, them, I mean, really. But, and she, but I, to, if I were her, I'd start throwing sanctions like they were apple pies across the room. Just You think them. she would do that? Uh, well, I would. I don't know about her. I mean, right. I, I only know from the sources I've looked at mm-hmm. that uh, the, the defense attorney, uh, the same firm that actually defended defends Democrats routinely uh, lied, tried to get information uh, that was completely damning to, to Hunter Biden out of the amicus briefing that Congress filed. They tried that, didn't work, uh, got caught. Yeah. And then, of course, this uh, collusion, I mean, between <laughs> DOJ, Weiss and the Hunter Biden team uh, that, oh, yeah, we're going to put him on uh, and think about this for a second. They tried to basically give him two misdemeanors on tax charges, which, you know, you or I do that. You you come in with a million five and don't pay taxes on it. You and I are going to jail, right? I mean, there's no doubt that that they're going to get us on that. And yet somehow, oh, it was accidental. It wasn't accidental. It was intentional. And then and then on top of that, the gun charge, which is the felony, which both all of it should be felonies. But this is the, the real felony. You can't get around it because it's federal law. And then they try to attach to that that. Uh, uh, plea deal where basically they they divert him into a you know diversion program if he competes if, if he competes the program Mal- malcolm the agreement basically is oh he can't be prosecuted for anything that's exactly. where the judge said what right. Uh, right. we're only talking about a gun crime here how does he get yeah. off the hook for everything else well wasn't that what that was the real catch-all right there right? that's where the judge exactly. said wait a minute right that's a that's a bridge too far isn't it you know? Well, it's a it yeah, the first two are a bridge too far, but this is like a uh, law deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. For anybody who was questioning the corruptness, and there were some in the DOJ, how can anybody how can anybody question it now, Tony? How? Well, they do. I mean, I was watching one of the snippets from MSNBC and yeah, and uh, uh, Raggedy Ann Redhead, what's what's her name, was on there with Claire McCaskill, former senator, and talking about how. Oh, this is not good enough. The, the, all they're all they're trying to do is is criminalize a father's son for his uh, father's love for his son. It's like what? Right. I mean, it's insane. I mean, I I you know, I mean, I know your audience is is probably focused on on truthful media, but the problem is you need to go over and look at the the lying media to understand what they're saying. And yeah, right, right. Malcolm, they are trying to right now. 
miscontextualize this entire thing for purposes of putting it in a frame that Joe Biden just loves his son too darn much. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. And they're trying to criminalize that. It's nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Biden, while I do believe he was sexually abused, as is every, every member of the Biden family, I just put that right out there based on wow. Wow. evidence spots. No, I do. I do. I completely believe that because of, of uh, sexually abused by Joe Biden sexually himself. Abused, I'm just telling you right now, the the, the 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 drug addiction, the behavior, I've seen it in others right. who were sexually right. abused. And then you have the Ashley Biden uh, uh, mm. diary. I have no doubt that's correct. Uh, I just think that, you know, while I, while I think that's how he started, uh, most people who are involved in that break away. Hunter mm-hmm. did not. Hunter instead doubled down and became the bag man for the family. Yeah. That's what oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, so, it's, it's, uh, it's off the charts. So, so basically what you have here, Malcolm, is the bag man, yeah. Hunter, uh, getting caught being the bag man. And then everybody right now on their side is trying to explain it away divert away attention because obviously uh, right. it all reads all the roads lead back to Joe well, Biden. All right. So uh, Biden has been able to uh, somehow, uh, and it's, it's pretty wild, Tony, that he has been able to skate through so much corruptness throughout his oh, yeah. life. I'm suggesting this just didn't happen last week. I mean, this has been a lifetime of it and he's gotten by somehow in the system and escaped all this. Now, when you mentioned, you, you really got me thinking uh, with the sexual abuse comment you made there and seeing how screwed up the family is. And like you say, there's a lot of characteristics there. Do you have any sense or knowledge or research or anything that you've seen that indicates that back to the sexual abuse, that what can, can I ask you right now? Was it Joe Biden in your estimation come on, who did come this? Come on, Malcolm. Uh, look, look at, can I ask you? There's this, there's this great picture of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, a black and white picture right. of, of Joe Biden kissing him. And there was a lot made of it at the time. I'm just telling you, this is my opinion. I'm not making the allegation. My opinion is Hunter Biden has exhibited over the time that he's been in the public life wow. symptoms uh, of someone who was sexually abused mm. growing up. Wow. And and he's extended that because, uh, according to the, the the things I've studied, yeah, sexual abusers tend to be sexual abusers, and he's been a very you know it's wow, very that's remarkable. Hunter Biden hard drive, no, he's no. engaged in it as well. Well, so, I I seen this other thing. Let me uh, segue to something here about uh, the Biden family. I seen a story um, a couple times actually with uh, Jill's, and you I know you must have seen this as well. Uh, Jill Biden's um, ex husband who's yes. been talking about he's been threatened all his life and they came after him many years ago, the the Biden uh, crime family, he called it, or they called it. Right. Um, you've seen that as well? What do you make of yeah. that? Well, I think it's true. I mean, look, yeah. I I, yeah. Uh, I hate to think Will uh, across the board of a, a family, but I do. I, I just think that wow. if you have these, and look at Joe, it's like, I mean, I, Malcolm, I am always shocked when someone says they're surprised that Biden lied. It's like, what? It's be, it would be more of a shock if he, if he was caught telling the truth. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, he absorbs stories hmm. and makes them his own. Anything he can, he believes that will politically benefit him. And again, like you said, this goes back to the beginning of his political yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah. There's videos of him lying all across the the 50 well, years of his, of his being so these comments uh, that they, they, you know that he's uh, i see comments now and then about the mafia family or the godfather or what have you i think that's kind of a little bit of an undertone here isn't it uh it, well it is and 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 you know I, look i've testified before biden and i've met the man 
By the way, I was in the Excella Lounge which I'm in, in New York City, you know, the Excella Lounge in Manhattan, yeah, which yeah. I don't know if you knew this, Malcolm. Uh, I'm now qualified to be a board member of Amtrak simply because I sat in the Excella Lounge with, <laughs> with, uh, with uh, Biden. I don't know if you knew that. It's an automatic thing. No, you know? I didn't know. <laughs> you automatically get qualified. I'm just, but my point is his, his reputation was, his nickname in the Senate was Quid Pro Quo Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, mean, that went back long before he ran for president. Uh, it, it's, it's it's crazy that somebody like this has been able to skate through our system all these years. And then, Tony, when you add to this, all the foreign deals that have been happening through the family itself, and then you think about him as the VP with Barack Obama and all that was happening there. I mean, this is corruption to the level that would, uh, I mean, decimate anything we're talking about. This, this kind of... Um, what we're talking about here actually might even surpass Hillary Clinton and uh, oh, Bill Clinton. I, I think so. I mean, remember, the, wow. the, 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 this, I think, exposes the oh. entire rotten underbelly <laughs> of that which is our political, you know, the left-wing yeah. political system. What I, I said, mean, said. both sides have, have dirt bags, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. this this guy is oh, the yeah. dirt bags dirt bag. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that is uh, that is quite a uh, opening sequence, Tony. God, all right. Let's... Uh, <laughs> You got me. You got me a little shell shocked, but I love your uh, always love your uh, your honesty and your take on things. And, and as you say, and I appreciate it when you said this is my opinion, and, and I really love yeah. that sort of thing. No, no, because this is what this program and this network is all about: is the out loud truth and one's opinion, the diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, and you know the honesty of one's feelings. And you put it out there, and I respect that. I appreciate that very much. And a lot of people would connect the dots and would kind of do an I aha. encourage people to go out and connect the dots. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. All right. Talk about connecting dots. Here's another one here. Uh, this one uh, probably was the most uh, riveted uh, <laughs> congressional hearing surely this week and probably uh, might be in a long time here. And this is the unidentified anomalous phenomenon, uh, the yeah. implications on national security, public safety and government transparency. Uh, this is a whole lot of bunking here going on. Um, and um, wow, with the uh, the various testimonies with the three military. And, you know, I was thinking here, uh, actually just coming into today with you, you know, thinking of these three very um, stellar military officers up there telling the testimony. And that, I was thinking to myself, you know, this one of those could have been a Tony Schaefer. If you had seen that in your thing, you'd have been up there and you'd have, you'd have spoke your truth as well. And I kept thinking about that coming into today. Um, so where do you start with this one? I did a whole program well, I mean, on this with a scientist yesterday. Malcolm, how do you know I wasn't involved in that stuff? <laughs> I don't know. And, and I don't and know. I'm, I'm just saying you could have been in the testimony. I'm actually not really joking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Tell me people need, know. people need to educate themselves on this. The, the comment from, uh, one of the military guys about the, uh, biologics, uh, they discovered, uh, the, uh, I think it was Mace, uh, one of the congressional folks, I think it was Mace, uh, questioning back, well, are these human or non-human? Well, these are non-human. Right. Uh, what do you think? True or false? What do you, what do you True. get out of that? I know. I, I absolutely believe it. I mean, let me just put it in, in a context. Okay. Anybody who believes somehow that we are the only intelligent sure. life yeah. Yeah. in a, you know, in a, in a, 13 billion year old yeah. universe yeah. is yeah. has got something else and i do believe and just for your audience to understand i do believe that these concepts are completely compatible yeah. if you have a belief in god i do believe deeply in god but right. i don't believe god was uh, only going to focus on earth when he created all the uh exactly. the heavens and earth just yeah saying. exactly no no you say it perfectly good there um all right now 
with this, let me let me do this uh, with this here and now. Uh, and um, these, uh, you know, we, we started seeing reports uh, some years back about the hypersonic weapons with right. Russia, China, so on and so forth. OK, yeah. now some of these uh, 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 unidentified uh, objects here are um, moving at all kinds of things we've never seen before. Uh, supersonic speeds, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not human like. Uh, doing various maneuvers, being able to reverse, go forward and reverse in midair. Do I mean all kinds of stunts that we just don't have the capabilities? They say now. Right. Put that. Put that there a moment. Yeah. Now, when we started seeing some of these reports in the last many years, there were comments and commentary from folks. Well, maybe it could be China or Russia, or maybe something has some advanced technology. Now, hold on a moment here. And th- that has been suggested that, well, this is a real concern because obviously UFOs haven't landed here, so on and so forth. So it must be that. Now, with all that quiet then, and then I discussed, uh, discovered with my conversation uh, just on Friday with a scientist who's an expert in this field talking about it. And, you know, there's a lot of conversation that our government probably has advanced equipment. Well, they don't probably. They have advanced equipment that they don't want out there by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and it's at the highest level of secrecy. Nobody talks about it, knows about it. And there was conversation. Maybe they have things we're not even aware of. And that's very possible. Is is it more that, or is it more that we are being we are completely being inundated because these sightings and happenings are happening more and more, or are we being invaded no, I, right I, now? I think I know I know there are advanced technology programs that right. the government does not want to share. I I still have knowledge of a number that I could not testify regarding nine uh, eleven stuff. So no, I know we do. I know we have advanced aviation and space assets that I was read into, and I know it's not been public acknowledged. Right. But beyond that, yeah, there are anomalies that we cannot explain. Okay. And this, this is the way. I, let, let me give this as a metaphor. If, if Christopher Columbus, back when he was preparing to sail the oceans to look for the new world, yeah. discovered a uh, discovered was given the Eisenhower aircraft carrier, do you think that first off he could run it? He couldn't. Do you think he could replicate it? No. That's so right. simply because you you obtain something, you find something that is out of context to your era, doesn't guarantee that you can reverse engineer it. So this is what I'm telling you. It's like okay. there are things that this government, and I think more governments yeah. got, that, that they don't fully understand. You yeah. can't replicate. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they can't replicate gravity, for goodness sake, yeah. uh, Malcolm. So, you know, there are just yeah. some things scientifically that go beyond our understanding. So. No, I agree. I totally agree with that. And uh, let me um, tell folks, I had one of the most interesting conversations on Friday with a scientist. I love this topic, first of all. Uh, and it was a government cover-up of non-human biologics and possession of UAPs. And that show will be on podcast over the weekend. I encourage you, as you listen to the broadcast on Sunday here, to uh, find that podcast and listen to it. Uh, it was very interesting. It covers it. We cover some ground in there, sort of like Tony's question in some of these uh, various aspects and um, things that are going on out there. Uh, and your obvious point, Noah, do you think we're the only cats in town here? I mean, come on. And um, that's some of this from the scientists we cover there. All right, let me move on now to something else, Tony, I want to ask you about. And, uh, well, all right, I've got to dive into this quickly, but efficiently. Yeah, before with, before, we, glo- before yeah. we leave off the, the alien yeah. stuff, Klaatu, yeah. Barada, Nikto, just saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, from, that's from the day the Earth stood still, by the way, just saying. All right. All right. All right. Donald Trump. Want to talk to you about Donald Trump here a moment here? Let's do that. And okay. 
So he's facing multiple state federal charges, say 34 counts of falsifying business records out of New York, Manhattan, Bragg, that's Bragg. Then we yeah. got the other one with uh, Jack Smith, that was 37. They just added some more to that. Uh, then you've got uh, uh, this these other charges that are looming as well. You've got the Georgia thing. They're pushing for that. You've got the other federal investigation they talked about in the last few days, maybe. All right. So this is a full throttle. The battle lines are drawn. I've seen another piece that said, well, when asked whether his uh, potential conviction would terminate his second bid for the White House, he said, no, not at all. In reference that he'd do it from jail if need be. There's nothing in the Constitution to say that it uh, to say that it could. Right. Uh, even the radical left crazies are saying, no, that wouldn't stop. And it wouldn't stop me either. Now, to me, this is a race to the White House right now, Tony, based on all these indictments that are, it doesn't seem like they're going to happen timely. It seems to me like the race is going to happen first and the election of the president will probably happen before any of these materialize, which means if this is a lot, I'm guessing now, I'm just asking you, I'm looking at this as a do or die situation. If he doesn't get it all the way to the White House, they pretty well are going to lock his ass up is what I'm thinking here, because there's so much that they're layering indictments on top of indictments on top of indictments. If he gets to the White House, they're going to see a battle royal with him and the entire establishment and potentially pardoning himself, which is a very controversial thing. What do you say to all that? So, well, the first thing I'm going to say is that, um, yeah, I think most of the actual court, um, the actual trials would happen after next year. I, exactly. I think they're going to find ways to delay it, rightfully so. Yeah. And then uh, the second thing, though, and this is the most obvious thing, even the left-wing media is asking uh, Corrine, Jean-Luc Pierre, whatever her name is, <laughs> about the, are you weaponizing the government? Well, anybody who has half a brain recognizes this is all weaponization. Okay. And, and most of the things he's being accused of, Malcolm, ultimately would be turned uh, basically overturned by the Supreme Court. I have no doubt he'll prevail. But this that's not what this is about. It's about, like you said, locking him up. It's its about distracting him yeah, from yeah. the ability to return to the White House because the first thing he has to do once he's in there is literally fire everybody. I mean, literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, none of this milk toast, I'm going to let yeah. Rance Priebus pick my staff and and, <laughs> and, and, and kumbaya. That's it. He's got, he's got to be as severe as people accuse him of being. It's like they always accuse him of being extreme. It's like he's got to be that extremist, Malcolm. He's got to do what he basically professes he's going to do he better do it because the system itself is not turned against him and if it's not obvious by now everything that they're accusing him of they're doing it's the ultimate uh you know leftist uh you know accuse the other guy of what you're doing and that's what they're doing here everything that he's been accused of they well it is and if you look at everything across the spectrum all these cats who've gotten away with everything over the last 20 years tony schaefer i mean come on come on Exactly. the hell are we talking about here exactly yeah i mean this is ridiculous on its face if you're going to lock one up lock them all up is all right. i'm saying okay well and then again you need to that's, that's what he needs to do it's like he needs to get in there put people in who are competent yeah. and loyal not one or the other because that's what he was doing back when he was in there it's like well, i pick someone competent but they're not necessarily loyal and you saw that happen when dhs oh, and all man. those guys and then they pick people people loyal yeah. We're complete idiots. Yeah, yeah. he made a few so blunders. You, you got to pick someone who has both, yeah. you know? Yeah, he made a few blunders, buddy. And that's one of the big ones right, right there uh, in the first four years. Uh, great policies, but a lot of chaos all over the place. Oh, yeah. uh, this thing has been weaponized from here to kingdom come. And um, and it just is. It's just, it's a smoking, uh, the whole thing is a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. And and you and I both see it as students of the political game here. We see what's going on, man. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Tony Schaefer, you are, I, I say publicly, you're one of the most interesting. I love always talking to you, man. <laughs> well, I really, you well, and I, about I mean, well, no, it's. I, I mean, always enjoy our conversation. Oh, my golly. There's nobody. You and I, we got to take this on the road somehow. I don't know how the hell we do it. But in any event, um, furthermore, um, I now have, and I'm a promised listeners here. I got to get, I, I'm definitely going to have Tony on Voice of a Nation. I need to spend an hour with this guy. Um, we need to peel some of this onion here because we couldn't go nearly as far as we wanted to hear. Um, amazing. Let me also right. tell, um, let me remind, um, also tell, I'm sure Tony probably picked up on this, but let me tell listeners right now, a big change happened all about, I think about a week and a half ago or so. And we'd been planning this change for about uh, six, eight months with our technical team. And we have officially become America Out Loud dot news. Uh, that is right. And uh, so that is the site uh, for the news and all of the, uh, and you know, this is the rise of independent media is what we're talking about here. The fight against legacy media, the BS media, social media, all the garbage out there. Uh, as you just heard, Tony, I mean, this is the out loud truth and that's it. Like it, love it, leave it or whatever. But it is the truth. It's our First Amendment rights. And we're going to fight right, for Malcolm, that. That's right, Tell them about my show, The Hard Truth, too. The Hard Truth. That, you better believe it. That's, thank you, sir. The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer, 11 a.m. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Right That's after right. this broadcast, my friends, is Tony Schaefer himself. And you'll hear him for the hour there. Got a lot more coming up uh, on this broadcast. It's, 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 it's stock full here. Stay right there. Pour yourself a drink. A coffee. Coffee, I mean, coffee. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Viewpoint this Sunday. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. And, uh, you know, there was another congressional hearing this um, week here, there was it was a week for that kind of thing. I have to tell you, and this one was uh, one of your favorite uh, people out there. My Orcus was on the hot seat again. I was pretty explosive, got overshadowed by a lot else. I want to touch on that in just a moment here. But this other story I find very fascinating, friends, and that is the Justice Department suing the uh, state of Texas to remove the floating barriers in the Rio Grande. You've probably seen the images by now. Uh, this was uh, an invention that uh, the Governor Abbott had put into play to stop some of this uh, influx of uh, people coming across the border. It gets quite interesting here. Let's bring on Mark Gregorian. joins me here, and it's always a privilege to have Mark here. He uh, serves as Executive Director of the Center for Immigration Studies in Washington, D.C. Uh, CIS is all things immigration, CIS.org. Uh, they are the best at, uh, at getting the information out there. Uh, Mark, I was thinking of you uh, with this story with the floating barriers in the Rio Grande, and, um, and and there's a lot to it, but on its face, 
They've got this now. I don't. I really don't know how many miles this stretches for. You might even know that. I don't know. But it goes for a distance here, and you see the images here. And it's been successful, I understand, uh, in stopping some of this coming across uh, the Rio Grande there. Um, and, of course, the Justice Department doesn't like that. They don't want the state protecting its own bar- uh, borders, uh, clearly. Um, what do you make on this uh, at the surface here, this uh, story? The um, Texas, for a while now, has been trying to pick up the slack that Biden has left. Biden, it's it's not so much that the border patrol under Biden is overwhelmed or is doesn't know how to do its job. It's that the White House prohibits them from doing their job, and has actually turned the border patrol into a kind of welcome wagon. The illegal immigrants, you know, wave down the border patrol. So what Texas has done is put up like razor wire on the riverbanks station state police there to tell people you know sorry no no uh no passaran go somewhere else and so this was the next step was to actually put these floating barriers they're like balls that spin so if you grab onto it it just turns you can't really get over it and they're used for harbor security maritime security it's a standard thing texas isn't making this up and so there's a string of them. So far, I think they've only put up like a thousand feet because they're using it to basically break up areas where there's, you know, concentrated crossings. I don't know what their plans are as far as how much they're going to use. They can't do 1,200 miles of it because that's how long the Texas-Mexico border is. Nonetheless, the um, uh, Justice Department has basically said, how dare you stop illegal immigrants from coming into the United States? Um, and, uh, they've sued, yeah, they've sued them based on, I don't know, it's some kind of 1899 law, the water and rivers act, like obstructing, right. uh, the flow of rivers, which of course it doesn't because the water just goes around it and under it. In other words, it doesn't, and there's no boats there anyway. The river, the Rio Grande in some of these places is, you know, two inches deep. Right. Um, so, uh, and maybe more than that in a lot of other places, but it's not, there's no steamships going on the Rio Grande like there used to be years ago. So, um, so anyway, the point is, I think Governor Abbott of Texas knew this was going to happen. And he's trying to set up the lawsuit basically for pol- not just political reasons. That's not really the right way to put it. Because Texas's defense, I expect, is going to be that the U.S. Constitution, as well as the Texas Constitution, exactly. says that a state yeah. is permitted to defend itself against invasion yeah. if the federal government is not doing its job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he's going to say that's the fe- we're we're being invaded. Federal government is not doing its job. We are doing the job for yeah. ourselves, yeah, I mean, and yeah. we dare you to sue us. Basically, yeah, they're a sovereign state. I mean, right. uh, we're not a sovereign nation anymore, but uh, they surely are saying, "Wait a minute, here we're a sovereign state." Here, a couple of points here. Uh, we'll get back to the Constitution in a sec here, but you know, you bring you, you make me think a moment here. Your point on think about this. I want everybody to focus on this uh, with with these cats coming over the border now. Back in the day, they used to run like hell from uh, from the uh, security, uh, from the, the border patrol. They would run the other way. Oh, my God. And just, you know, escape. And you've seen all that. That was the normal. Yeah. Now, that's a great point you bring up, Mark. Now they come in, the, the welcome wagon you represent. You know, now they flag them down. The cats they used to run away from. 
they now flag down like they're coming to a, a, a you know a buffet for breakfast or something. Where's my invitation? They literally flag them now. They want to be greeted by these cats. That's kind oh, yeah. of a total change, Mark, in the way this that says everything. That's the that's ground zero, isn't it? What that point there? That's you. Ab- absolutely. Uh, you know, there used to be this comic, uh, one of the Superman comics, that was like the anti-Superman, and it was called Bizarro World. Yeah. And the globe was cubic instead of round, and Superman, their version of Superman, <laughs> was a bad guy instead of a good guy. Anyway, this is Bizarro World at the border <laughs> because it's even worse than your describing because what you're describing was basically the situation when biden took uh, you know since biden took over but since texas has been using its state police to block people the illegal immigrants before they're crossing or they're in the river and they're trying to get on the riverbank they're actually calling out to the border patrol to come and get them and uh, before saying, Texas gets them, you mean? Yeah, before. exactly. In other words, wow. they're saying, "Well, we don't want these Texas guys. Please, border patrol, where are you? Come and get us." I mean, it's it's they've gone so, from. So being wait a minute. So you're saying the the these invaders, these these migrants, are using? I mean, think how bizarre this is. Bizarro would be a great word. They're using the. They know the federal government is pitted against the states. They know the states are trying to save their people, and they know the federal government's working against them. And the migrants, the illegal people, know this. Of course, that's they crazy, do. Mark. That's crazy. Of course, they do. I mean, the smugglers, uh, you know, the ones who do the smuggling, obviously, are the most knowledgeable, and they tell them what to say and where to go, and who's going to help them across and who's going to stop them. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's completely absurd. The border patrol under Biden has been changed from. Just being a welcome wagon, which is what it was when, which is what Biden turned it into, to actually going out basically and helping the illegal aliens illegally come into yeah. the United States. Yeah, in fact, that's... we recently published a piece at our website, cis.org, on whether it was a legal memo. So, you know, some of it may be, you know, one of those too long, didn't read things, but the beginning is a summary that actually regular people can understand. And the question is, are Biden administration officials criminally liable for engaging in alien smuggling? Because that's a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is he's, you know, our our analyst who has been doing this for 30 years, he makes a pretty persuasive case that there are people, not the, I mean, not the agents really so much as the people who are thinking this up and telling them what to do in Homeland Security, who potentially could go to jail for the crime of alien smuggling. Wow. So that's where that's what this. I'd like to see how that turns out, Mark. Too. Which analyst of yours is doing that, by the way? His name is George Fishman. Okay. He was on the Hill for many years. He was in DHS okay. General Counsel's office, and he's not, you know, kind of a ranting, raving kind of guy. And and you know, he's a lawyer, so it's like, well, these, you know, we need right. to investigate this. But right. this is a real question. This yeah, isn't yeah. just out of out of left field. Interesting. I, I'd like to talk to him. So I, I thought for a minute you were talking about Andrew Arthur. I thought because he's another yeah. one that's so experienced in that world. You know, I, yeah. I, that's where my mind went. Well, I love uh, love art. He's he's really good. You got some great people, man. You're lucky. I do indeed. They uh, make us look good. Yeah, you're lucky. Um, not lucky. You work hard, man. So all right, listen. Last point to this, and I want to talk about this other thing uh, here and here. But um, all right, so you mentioned the Constitution. 
You're right. Uh, Abbott says, I have asserted Texas is a sovereign. Uh, there's that magical word, sovereign, um, interest in protecting her borders. I have done so in my role as the commander in chief of our state's militia under Article uh, under Article Four and Seven of the Texas Constitution. There it is, right there. And now, when you when you add to that, Mark, our Tenth Amendment of the Constitution, uh, the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, up reserved to the states respectively, or to the people, which is we the people, which is you and I out there, friends. And Mark, that's what that all is about. And that is the case. So you, they, Abbott's got a win in hand here with this. Is that the case? Maybe, you know, you never know. Like, uh, because if he's if he says, and I think this is going to be the contention, that the federal government is required. It's the, this isn't just something that's left out of the Constitution. This is explicit. Federal government shall protect states against invasion. And elsewhere in the Constitution, it says states may not wage war unless they're actually being invaded. Yeah. Well, the argument is going to be, look, we're not even shooting these people. Obviously, all we're trying to do is to keep them out. Right. And we have the authority under the Constitution to do it. And we'll see how that works. It's never been litigated. It's never because obviously we've never had an administration that was right. this feckless. And, and quite honestly, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's hard to not say that they're anti-American. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so yeah. we'll see how it turns out. I have no idea, but I expect Texas is going to push this all the way to the Supreme Court if that's what it takes. Well, this is probably the moments we need. And I, I seen uh, what I think it was a month or so ago, uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin sent uh, National Guard there and support uh, people and all of that. Uh, to help the border. And he even said uh, something like the ongoing, okay, here it is, the ongoing border crisis facing our nation has turned every state into a border state. And you've seen states do that, which is why I always reference to listeners, Mark, why more red states, more um, uh, governors that have a brain uh, don't come together and push back on states' rights, that 10th Amendment to the federal government. This has been one of our real sticking points. And uh, points of interest we've been talking about on the platform here. The power really is with the states, and they need to put the federal government back in the bottle, back in its place. That hasn't happened in a long time, Mark. This story is native to that point here, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And there's a lot of states, actually, that have been sending National Guard and assistance. Florida sent a whole bunch of you know those boats with like the big fan propeller in the back yeah, that they yeah. use in swamps? Yeah. Well, that actually is good for the Rio Grande, too, because a lot of places it's very shallow. And mm -hmm. so they've sent a bunch of those. Yeah, uh, I've seen that. DeSantis sent them. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And a bunch of other Iowa has sent people. A bunch of states have sent assistance. Yeah. But ultimately, the, the real, the root cause of this is napping in the White House. And there's a lot yeah. of things states can do, but until the federal administration changes, this isn't going to get much better. It just no, isn't. Right. That's right. Well, that's why this is so important. And this 10th Amendment is really important. And no matter what, something should happen at this point because all of this recklessness shows the federal government is out of control. No matter who's in there, Mark, I don't really care if it's left, right or center. Who They're out of control uh, because it's run from, from the bureaucratic state. It's more than just the president. The entire bureaucratic state is as, state is as corrupt as could potentially be. Uh, let's talk about talking about corrupt would be a fabulous segue to uh, Alexandra Mayorkas, uh, probably one of the most hated villains 
uh, in this world uh, that we've seen ever potentially here. Uh, there was a hearing this week um, on the disastrous border policy, they say, and, and of course, renews of impeachment, uh, which I, I not sorry well, they haven't even moved on that yet. They haven't impeached anybody uh, yet. But uh, so this hearing, what, what was your takeaway summary from the hearing itself here on Mayorkas? Pretty heated. Yeah, Secretary Mayorkas, head of Homeland Security, is the sort of man on the spot. Now, you know, even if it was somebody else, probably they'd be doing most of the same policies just because the White House is the problem here. But Mayorkas is a singularly unsympathetic person. He was, yeah. he was, you know, slithering his way through that hearing, kind of <laughs> smirking at the congressman. And, you know, they were angry. Uh, you know, there's a congresswoman from um, Indiana, Sparts is her name, and she's not running for re-election. So she's not showing off for some campaign ad or something like that. You know what I mean? She was just outraged that this guy came and they're asking him basic questions. How many people that you let go into the United States, illegal aliens, who when they finish their, you know, process of supposedly claiming asylum, how many of them have you gotten and removed from the United States? Basic questions. Oh, well, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that, Congressman. He knew he was going to be asked things, and he intentionally did not tell these congressmen basic information that all Americans should know because it's politically damaging. So he basically just, you know, danced and evaded questions and gave answers that were irrelevant. And I'm telling you, the members were ticked off. And the this is more than just theater, though, because, as you mentioned, there has been attempts, there's been calls to impeach the guy. Uh, and really, if a cabinet official needs to be impeached, it's him. The problem is there are several Republican members of the Judiciary Committee where an impeachment would have to start who don't who aren't for impeaching him. Uh, they think it's, you know, he hasn't committed any crime. He actually has committed crimes. But they're and so part of what this hearing, I think, was to do was to try to get the bulk of Republicans to convince those last few holdouts that, yes, impeachment is what they need to do here because they only have a tiny majority in the House of Representatives. And so they need every single Republican on board. And so if there's two or three of them who don't want to impeach, not because necessarily they're rhino squishes or anything, they just have this idea that, well, you know, he has to actually have bribe money falling out of his pocket before we can do that, which is incorrect. They need to convince those people. And I don't know, I hope this hearing moved, you know, the ball forward a little bit in that regard, but we're going to have to see. Yeah, that is a, that is a great point and a great analysis uh, that you say there, uh, Mark. Um, Mark, we, we've stooped to about as lowest level as we've ever seen in the years you and I've talked and throughout the history of this thing. Uh, the only bright spot I can say is at some point it can only get better. <laughs> it, yeah, is well, that, it is that bad, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. But, you know, never say it can't get worse because uh, things okay. can always get worse. Well, they probably will when it comes to the terrorist component and the folks. And let me be clear. I've made that very clear, Mark. And you and I know exactly what the danger there is. And we know what's transpiring. And we know with all these other nationals uh, from China and all these other bad cats that are coming across the border, we are setting ourselves up for some future calamities 
I know that right in my soul. I can feel it. I, I would imagine you can feel that as well. Is that not a correct statement? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, if I knew the if I could predict the future, I would do that. And, you know, I would I'd retire. But um, yeah. it seems to me hard to hard to imagine that we're not going to have some real fallout from this um, because we have the Border Patrol has actually caught a record number of people on the terrorist watch list, not just from Middle East, but, you know, people from the FARC and Colombia and elsewhere and war criminals as well, and all kinds of bad guys. Mm, and these are just the ones they caught. And it's a record number. What about the ones that didn't want to get caught? Well, and most of those cats would not get caught because they know how to e evade this thing, Mark. That's the point here. Presumably, point. yeah. Or they're paying sure. people who know how to evade. You that. better believe and, it. And the Border Patrol is so overwhelmed yeah. that there are whole stretches of the border where there's just nobody watching or they have wow. remote cameras and they know people came over, but they had nobody to send to go get yeah. them. Because they're the welcome wagon now, as you've stated exactly. already. So yep. that's what they're busy doing is handing out flowers and chocolates. My golly, Miss Molly, come on. Um, Mark, you are, uh, uh, we so appreciate, first of all, uh, Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org, and uh, you're about the best uh, voice. I, mean, I always love having uh, many of the folks on there on, but uh, I really appreciate you, brother. I need to tell you that publicly. The work you do, uh, I sincerely um, mean it. Uh, you always put it out there. And so thank you so much for all the work you do, brother. I really appreciate thank it. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, my friends, we're going to move the ball along here and get on to Middle East here in just a moment. Stay right there. More Viewpoint in just a moment. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, and you've been seeing the crisis develop more in Israel of what's happening, but there's a lot more to this story, friends, that you are not getting with the legacy mainstream fake news media. Join us on this broadcast right now today here will be IQ Al Razuli joins me from Europe. Uh, he has just arrived back from 
Israel, in fact, so has a pretty good feeling and sense and take of things on the ground there, which is terrific. And Alana Friedman is here. She's a veteran intelligence analyst, and Alana was and uh, IQ both are part of the America Out Loud family. And uh, Ilana spent uh, 16 plus years in Israel herself, raised her family there. Uh, both of these cats have a pretty good grasp of the uh, culture and the landscape uh, in Israel. Now, to get to the point for time here, the, the crux of the problem uh, is that uh, there's a, a struggle, a political struggle in uh, Israel that is not unlike what's happening here in the States, but the, the global implications of what the struggle is, is significant. Uh, now, IQ, you've just arrived back. Give uh, listeners a, a pretty good sense of, uh, with Benjamin Netanyahu, of the power struggle that's happening with the Supreme Court there and the judicial review that he's demanding and what you experienced. How bad is it there, the environment, the cultural environment? The, the environment is extremely bad, but most people don't understand what's going on, even in Israel. The Supreme Court in Israel is unelected. The Knesset, which is a parliament, is elected. Yet the Supreme Court had recently, in the last 30, 40 years, taken upon itself powers greater than that of parliament. What Bibi wants to do is to limit that, not to eliminate the Supreme Court, but to limit that power with the abuse. Simple, not complicated. That's the bottom line. Yeah, because they don't have a constitution. What they're doing in Israel is they're doing these rulings by hook or by crook. They're doing it with whatever the way the wind blows, these justices. Is that a correct statement? Absolutely correct. Yeah, there yeah, you go. All right, Ilana Friedman. Uh, Ilana, uh, this environment we're talking about with the Netanyahu, and there, you know, the media, again, is calling it a power grab for Netanyahu. And it sounds to me like from everything I've seen and a bigger conversation we'll be having uh, on this is that I guess you could almost say, or is this properly said, that he's trying to level the playing field a little bit to remove some of that power from this political branch, because it's really a two branch of government there, uh, that he's trying to change some of that. And he's used this moment. But is this the right moment to do that, Ilana? I guess is any moment the right moment. But is this the right moment to do that? Well, the question is, is any moment the right moment to do it? And I don't know that there's a real answer to that. The fact is, this is what's on the ground now. And this is what they have to deal with. I think that what Netanyahu is trying to do is the right thing to do. He's trying to create a balance between the two houses of power in Israel. And the the people who voted and elected the current government uh, should have should have the uh, the ability to count on them to do the right thing and to be their representative. The Supreme Court doesn't represent the people because they were not elected. And so what the Supreme Court has done over the years has been to take an enormous amount of power right, away right. from the people. All right. And so this is what Netanyahu is trying what to if say. he fails? What what if he fa so what if he doesn't uh, well I mean this is a tall order what he's trying to do it, it, d does he succeed Alana and what if he fails? Well it's not clear what's going to happen when you have so many thousands of people in the street demonstrating against it 
it's a volatile situation. But I think in the end, he is going to succeed because, first of all, he is a strong prime minister. He has some 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 liabilities, of course, because he's he's also being uh, you know under indictment for for some for fraud or 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 uh, corruption. But he is still a very strong prime minister, and when it comes to the 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 moment when he has to act, he is capable of acting, unlike some of the other people who have been prime minister more recently before he was elected. Right, right. Okay. All right, IQ. Uh, when Americans think of a leader like uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, and in many ways he is very much in the same capacity like Donald Trump, is a very historical figure, one that can shape not only policy but the future of a nation, the future of a people. Is that a good comparison? Yes. In fact, 100% equal to each other. This is why another thing they got on so well. Both of them have been under indictment. Both of them have been, the news media have been to suppress them and to demonize them, in fact, to dehumanize them also. And so far, both of them have survived. At this moment of time, in trying to do what he's doing, which is hasn't been done since 1948, since the origins of Israel and the fact that they never did get the Constitution done. And so now that's where the court got more powers than they should have gotten. Um, this They're saying power grab, but why did he choose this time to do this? Any idea why that is? Simple. For God's sake, he has the biggest majority in the history of the Republic. That's it. And in spite of the fact that he has the biggest majority, the left are undermining him by literally terrorizing the state. Are you with me? I am. I am. That's well, that's the same thing that's happening here. Thank you. So what are we discussing? Yeah, exactly. No, it is the, indeed the same thing. So this crisis, there's a lot. Let me tell um, listeners as well. Let me bring into this conversation Alana and IQ that um, I want to invite everybody to a um uh, really, I think an incredible conversation will play on the voice of a nation, Malcolm at eight on Monday. Now, on this program on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, you'll get uh, amazing information, historical context, both the pro and the con, the good and the bad with Benjamin Netanyahu. Why we are why this moment and the real risk, the global implications of this moment of time. Uh, IQ. That the fact that you've gotten back and we talk about this, uh, you know, the images we're seeing, the videos we're seeing, their, their riots, their protest, uh, they're volatile. Um, this is what the left does. They've done it here very well um, and they're doing it there. And it creates this uh, stigma, if you will. And people are seeing the news here. And I've mul read multiple reports that they're calling Netanyahu, that he's the troublemaker here and trying to do all this. In fact, one report from Politico says uh, they're using skunk water cannons turned on peaceful protesters, army reservists resigning in global banks and credit rating agencies downgrade in Israel. Israel's seven-month crisis has passed and chaos has taken over. So they're calling it chaos has taken over and the country's DNA has been transformed. Speak about that point from just seeing what was happening on the ground, IQ. The news media, both in Israel and in Europe and America, are as corrupt as each other. 
really. They are beneath contempt. The demonstrators are not peaceful. These demonstrations were dangerous. They blocked arteries leading to hospitals, leading to the airport. They literally destroyed agendas for people traveling all over Israel. Millions of people have suffered. So to talk about, just because they are carrying Israeli flags, like the Democrats in America, they wrap themselves with the American flag, but they are the ones who are destroying America. Yeah. The same thing with the leftists in Israel. Exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, that is uh, said to the point perfectly, IQ. Um, and it is the problem uh, that we're dealing with. And I, I need listeners to hear this, uh, what you're speaking about here. Uh, and they, the, uh, Ilana, last point here, a final word from you. But here's the thing that Americans must understand. Uh, IQ points it out perfectly. They call these peaceful protests the same thing of what's happened here. Same thing happening all the time. And I've seen the images and the videos and the striking shots. There's nothing peaceful of what they're doing, not a damn thing. But yet the media is in cahoots with a very vile, corrupt system of reporting to people who will never know the truth unless independent media reports it. Last word, what do you say to that? Well, I think that's absolutely on target. The The truth is buried in the lies. The The media has has thrown itself away. I mean, there is no such thing, almost no such thing as true news anymore because the news is, is invariably slanted toward the left and the left has a message to give out and that's what passes for news these days. So I, I but I, I do think that this can be overcome and I believe there is a good effort both in the United States and in Israel to overcome it and get the, the true story out. I think the story will eventually take take its toll on, on Israel and on the United States, and that is what we have to fight against. Exactly. All right, Jelana. We'll leave it right there. Um, so the bigger conversation on this, Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Malcolm at 8, The Voice of a Nation, this will be uh, the global implications of Israel's crisis. Uh, and it is indeed a crisis. It is a moment in time. IQ shares some very compelling dialogue in there, uh, having just gotten back from Israel in that broadcast. And Ilana does a marvelous job of weaving the thread of the dangers globally of what we're dealing with right now. And her history, having met and worked with Netanyahu herself, in her years, her uh, 16 plus years of living in Israel, uh, in her work there, uh, she speaks about that in a very personal way as well, uh, honestly. And, and so it, it's a must listen. I, I tell you, the, I was just really pleased to hear this, uh, to be able to produce this broadcast uh, with uh, Ilana and uh, IQ. So and it's all there, friends. Uh, listen, we are uh, on the rise here, independent media. Uh, AmericaOutloud.news is the site now. You'll want to go to to get all the latest. Friends, help us get the word out there. Help us put justice where injustice is. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.